Hello and welcome to the Tuesday Matinee number five, presented by Ridgeview Drive and Age of Radio. Tuesday Matinee is a bi-monthly podcast where we review films, talk movie news, occasionally discuss the technical aspects of filmmaking, and just shoot the shit about all things filmmaking. I am your host, Jared Watson. I have with me Charles Sorrell, and today we have a new person, my brother, Brandon. Very special guest. Yes. So how are you doing today, Brandon? Um, I'm I'm doing okay. It's uh it's a pretty pretty normal Wednesday, I think. No, you damn it. We're supposed to always record on Tuesday. You're not supposed to reveal the the background. No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You revealed oh, the man. magic. It's, You're breaking oh, the illusion. We just got home. <laughs> we just got home from the movie. It was great. Yeah, it was, uh, it was great today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we we um we went we saw two movies. I guess we might as well talk about both of them, even though one's a little old now. Uh, we saw The Farewell. Uh, which is about how, like, it's about a, a girl f- who, like, was born in China. Um, she moved to America, like, when she was, like, what, six years old? And like, four, now, like, and so really young. Oh, she was that yeah. young? Oh, no, I, I think wasn't. you're right, maybe six. But, yeah, around that age, yeah. She was young, yeah. Yeah. And she, uh, she grew up in America, so, like, she is, you know, mostly American. She, she knows Chinese, but she's not the best at it. And she finds out that her grandmother has, what, stage four cancer? Yeah. And the family decided not to tell the grandmother that she's dying. And that's like a Chinese custom. And since she didn't grow up in China, she's struggling with it, essentially. It's something that she, I I think, uh, understands really well. But because she understands it, I feel like she she feels like she's in a position to, I guess, fight against it. You know, because she has grown up right, in America, yeah. but I think she also, it's very much something she's aware of. You know, it's not like it's super that much of a surprise to her either, you know. Right. And it's like she's got to go back to China and like say goodbye to her grandmother without actually saying goodbye. <laughs> because they don't want her to uh, tell her. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what makes the movie kind of sad. It's just like there's always like these moments like it's all happy and then the grandma says something like, oh, yeah, you know, next time you come over, we'll do this for you and, and stuff. And so she's got to sit there and try to she's a very emotional person and she's got to sit there and try to be like stone faced about it. And you can just the actress is really good because you can see like, yeah, she has like, these oh, small yeah. little like struggles, but she tries to keep it together and stuff. And her um, her family is very much, you know, uh, telling her that, you know, they they're aware that she. She they they think that uh, her emotions uh, she can't they 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 believe that she can't hide her emotions and that uh, right. so that's yeah. like a big thing is you know that uh, is to be stoic and stoic and stuff and she so she has to be constantly struggling with this not wanting to let her her grandma well, know but also really really wanting to let her know <laughs> yeah it, and I found something interesting so it's not just her being raised in America I think they kind of have hints in the movie that. She actually kind of gets it from her family, the whole having it difficult to hide her emotions, because there's times where other members of the family, the ones that were upset that she'd get so emotional, right. they had trouble hiding their emotions. It might just because in those scenes they were drunk, and that's just hard to do when you're drinking. I think there's one character, I didn't really see him drinking much, and I think that was kind of the point, was to show they were being a little bit hypocritical about it. Like, oh, oh you're, yeah. you're the emotional yeah. one. It's like, no, a couple of them, and they're emotional because... Um, it's like her uncle, and so it's the son of her grandma, 
you know, he kind of loses it yeah. a bit. And I, he doesn't seem drunk, so... Yeah, maybe he's had a little bit to drink, but... Really? I thought he was drunk in that scene, but I could uh, be wrong. Oh, that's a good question. I actually don't remember. Um, the uncle from... Who lives in Japan? Yeah, he dresses yeah. like really nice. Right, he yeah. has the, the parted hair. Uh, yeah, maybe, and he's maybe... the one that I didn't expect to to be. I guess. I guess is this? I forget. I actually wasn't sure. What is this? A spoiler podcast or? No, no we want to. Since it's new, we're gonna try to keep as little spoilers as For... possible. But this movie doesn't seem like a movie you could really spoil. To be honest, I think okay. you can spoil the I... very end. I think I guess. that's about yes. all you can spoil. Yes, I agree. Because it's this um this movie is not about twists and turns, it's just about like the acting and the performances and just like yes. this really relatable, you know, story because if you've ever had to deal with uh, people who are kind of like getting elderly in your your life, you can yeah. really connect to this character and what they're going through and how you would have to have like a, a fake face to try to, you know, keep this person happy while they're essentially dying, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess we we on this one we don't really spoil stuff unless it's like a bad movie and we're just like just don't go see it. Here, we're just going to talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Pretty much. Or if we if we like decide to like really analyze a classic film or something. Yeah, like, so it's, been it's out so for old a while. like everybody either you should have seen it or you know something like that. But yeah, if it's a brand new movie, I, I want to have a rule kind of like no spoilers ever um, unless, yeah, unless it's a like a really, really bad movie. Then yeah, fuck, we'll spoil the shit out of it. Yeah. But this one, like, like Brandon, it's funny because we, we were talking about how we wanted to watch a really bad movie soon. So Brandon was under the impression that this was going to be a really bad movie. And uh, you said that you went in expecting that, and you went, "Wait a second, I like this." Yeah, because <laughs> you know we were talking the other day, and we were talking, and then you said something about, "Oh, I want to find a really bad movie." And then I don't know, I was thinking, "Oh, that must mean we're probably gonna be watching a bad movie." And I just got it in my head for a long time. So then when we started watching the movie, you know, I'm looking, I'm like, "Oh, well, the acting seems good so far." I'm like, "I don't know so far about how the plot's gonna go." And then, you know, and certain, th- and then, then like little things would happen. I go, "Oh, that was really, that was actually really nice." So that was. Oh, that was kind of cool. That was really sad, you know? And I was like, I don't know. I'm starting to like this movie. I don't know about these guys here. I'm, I'm starting to... And then at some point it hit me. I'm like, I don't, I, don't think that, I don't think that this is supposed to be a bad movie. I, or, you know, we're supposed to be watching a bad movie. I think... Because it, it got to the point where I was like, I don't even think these guys would, would consider this a bad movie. But, yeah, no, it was... The whole time I just kept thinking about different people I needed to tell to, tell to watch. Like... Um, oh yeah, you know, mom or Sam just seems like uh, some people would really, I think, would like the subject matter and the and uh, yes, the relationships. Yeah. I think what was really amazing about the movie was almost I, I don't know if every character, but almost every like character got like a moment where you got to like see into peer into their life for a little bit. You know, like a good like five or even ten minutes. Where you just kind of get a yeah, little like slice of who that person was, and it was it was really nice that it was it was I felt like I got to learn learn about all these different people, so it was really um, <clears throat> I guess uh, 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 what's, oh um, oh, I can't think of the word. Uh, oh man, no. that's new in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Is that a thing <laughs> happens? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Well, with me, and then be- because I do it, then Charles gets caught up in it. Yeah, it kind of rubs off onto me. And then so. we're just sitting there all going, uh, uh, um. 
Yeah, well, no, it's just, it, uh, just, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, damn it. I was going to say I had it and then I'm like, I don't know. It, it, it just feels close. It's personal, I guess. It, it, there, I guess it's the word yes. I, I yeah. can go for. It's the movie yeah. doesn't well, feel. As, sad, as sad as the movie is, it's actually very heartwarming, you know, yeah. in, in a lot of places. And the, yeah. and, you know, the comedy doesn't feel out of place either. It just feels nice. Yeah, no, I agree. In fact, that's my favorite way to do comedy is to have, like, don't call it a drama or call it a, a comedy, but to have, like, both intertwined the drama. is my favorite. Ten- tenly, I hate that word. Because um, <laughs> I always called Scrubs a dramedy. I'm like, no, it's a fucking comedy, all right? It just has lots of drama. Because, um, like, usually when they call something just plain up comedy, I tend to not not like it because i feel like it's just and then when they call some stuff for uh, a drama it's usually melodrama that i can't stand anyway what shit what was i gonna say yeah. now <laughs> to me this is this is how you do drama it's because like if you have a movie where it's just nothing but sad it's not gonna feel realistic like if you're around people yeah. who are going through rough times they're probably gonna say a lot of funny stuff that's just how you deal with situations it's never you know like a one note kind of thing and it's like life is just like a fluctuation of comedy and drama essentially of good and bad and so yes having if for this movie it really relies on being relatable and to be relatable you have to be not necessarily realistic but genuine and this felt really genuine and it's supposedly based oh, off yeah. of a um a true story and um, i don't know how yes, much of yeah. it it's like fictionalized or like you know changed even though but... it ends in the in the credits it actually has that all characters are fictitious and any resemblance to a real person is a coincidence. And I was like, I thought it was based on a true story. I, I think that is always there just to kind of uh, legally like, oh, if this accidentally, yeah. if yeah. there's a character that might accidentally seem too close to a, I don't want to say an enemy of that, of this family, but somebody that doesn't like this family, oh, they yeah. might say like, oh, that's my, uh, uh, right. what is it called? My visage, my, my, my face. You guys need to pay me because you use me. It's yeah. Like, well, that wasn't you. It's like, well, I know that family. How can you prove it's not? So putting that there in case of right. surrounding around those, maybe. But yeah, that is that does seem weird. And they probably it's also they're probably fictionalized characters based on real people. So like names are changed and uh, characters are added or characters are you know or if, uh, removed. Yeah, like someone in the family, they were like, I don't want to be a part of this. You know, they, like maybe more private. Then they're gonna right. go. Oh, we'll have to change that character a bit. And... Yeah, I guess so. Essentially, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about this, or do you want to get on to like final thoughts? I'm fine with final thoughts because there's, I don't want to say there's not much to talk talk about with this movie, but it's just it's very efficient at what it does, and so it just I don't right I don't know how to sit there and talk about it because it's just the performances and what these characters are going through. I can't really describe that other than sitting there beat by beat describing it and then that would just kind of ruin how the movie goes so i'm, I'm... it's funny because it's kind of it's kind of the opposite of uh, uh what's what's the one we watched last time the uh shit this the self-defense uh art oh, of self-defense. The art, the, yeah in in the way that that one was there was all the fat was cut off in a way that to talk about it was to spoil it whereas this one is kind of the opposite even though there's no fat there's not really much to spoil. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you saying a few things might because I think uh uh I think mm-hmm. certain things about that you learn about the characters aren't necessarily spoilers as much as 
you know, I, you know, I, I which is why part of me I don't want to say too much. Just, I just you just need to see it. I, I just think you need because I what if I try to tell you, try to say, you know, I don't think it'll it'll represent what the movie did any better than the movie. So I think it's just <laughs> if anything, it's yeah. just gonna take yeah. away from it. So you know, I, I could talk yeah, about exactly. it, but I, you know, like I think one nice thing is just that. Oh, the word that I was thinking earlier was intimate. It it just felt like the, oh, the yeah. movie was, it just showed a very intimate view into these people's lives. You know, even though, uh, <clears throat> you know, it, it jumped around, I think, uh, not jumped around, but it moved the, the character, it moved from character to character. But each time it, it was with the character, it just felt like it was a very intimate moment with that character. So I think that was just really nice about yeah. that. That was my, my biggest takeaway from the movie was, was that. All right, so uh, do you, Ben? Do you do you use any specific rating scale, or do you just want to say you recommend people see it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't really have a a, a ra- rating. You don't scale. have to. You could literally just say you like it, dislike it, whether you recommend it or not. It just I kind of come up with my own rating system. Oh yeah, how, what's what? How does that work? Uh, it just it's <laughs> it's based upon like. Uh, several factors uh charles has called it confusing on several occasions uh there's you know whether or not i recommend it whether or not it i recommend to see it in a theater you know or at, on a home video whether to rent it or uh, if i want yeah. to see it again it's like based on like all those different factors okay well um i would definitely say if you could uh isn't it getting to the point where it's not gonna be in theaters very long or is it still uh no i i think no we saw it the Tuesday after opening weekend. Yeah, but I think it's going to have a, a, a low run because it's not like a big blockbuster or anything. So that might really affect yeah, how long true. it's in the theater. It, that's a good point. It might be a shorter yeah, run. Yeah, if it's still yeah. in the theater. Well, so I, I definitely I, would recommend to see it in theaters if possible. But otherwise, you know, mine would be just recommend to see. Yeah, mine cool. is like I recommend to see it uh, matinee uh, in the theaters. If it's on home video, rent it. I w- I think I want to watch it again, uh, which is part of I really liked it. <laughs> the one thing that would keep me from watching again would be just, um, uh, you know, my emotions. How it, could I handle the the ride again? Is really the you know more <laughs> oh, of the thing. Oh yeah. But it's definitely a good good enough movie to watch again. Definitely, for me. At yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Where yeah. does it fall on your uh, rating scale, Charles? Because uh, I, I use a grade scale because I feel like that's the most appropriate for mine. I'm going to say B+. Um, only reason why not like an A is because I would say, yeah, go see it as, as soon as you can if you're into this kind of like movie. Um, but I'm not going to go rush to see it again. I'm going to see it again probably, but I'm just not in a rush to do that. And so that's why yeah. I was like, Yeah, uh, that's about the same as... Maybe do a B plus on this. Because it's yeah, like once I see it, rating. I kind of get what's going on and I get what I want from out of, or out of the movie. And so it's not a bad movie at all. It's really good. It's really genuine and personal. And it's like, oh, yeah, see this with your yeah. family because this is a good family flick, uh, especially if you got like older family, <laughs> like the ladies in front of us in the theater. Um, yeah, you could tell they were really <laughs> enjoying it. Yeah. And so it's it's just like this is a good like little just heartwarming, sad movie. And so, uh, yeah, B plus yeah, would be my verdict. All right. Uh <laughs> We'll go ahead and uh, go to our first break.
Okay, so um, for oh, so the the other movie we watched, funny enough, is on its way out of the theaters. Uh, I I didn't really want to do this on the podcast, but I don't know what else to talk about right now. There's not really much out right now. Um, there's not really much on Netflix except for one thing, but you guys didn't watch it, so we can't really talk about it yet. But anyway, so we what? also <laughs> saw uh Far From Home, uh Spider Man, Spoodermans. Yeah, how'd you guys? Because I saw it a while back. How'd you guys uh, like it? I I liked it. I I don't know if I really liked it. I just it, I thought it had a lot of flaws. It feels like more of the first Spider Man, right? Like it's pretty much along the same lines. Or would you say it's like better or worse than that? Yeah. Because like I honestly I don't really remember the first one. Uh, well I guess actually I I remember my comparison because the first time I watched it was right before we I went to go watch it the first time um a couple weeks ago. I rented a um Homecoming and then immediately after that finished I went and saw it. Um and so it feels like more of the same but like in a good way so if you enjoyed it um you'd probably enjoy this one cuz it's like watching it again but like a little different story. Uh but in terms of just like compared to other Marvel films this just feels just safe. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, I guess most Marvel movies are pretty safe anyways. Uh, but I guess what we could talk about if you guys uh, don't want to talk about Spider-Man too much because maybe you don't have a lot to talk about is just are you guys excited about Marvel movies? Because this is one of the ones that is setting up for the future ones. Oh, actually, yeah. I was going to say that we could kind of talk about that. Um. Well, I guess uh, in terms of just... um. Marvel movies in the future? I'm not. I guess it depends. I'm. I'm excited because Taika Waititi was is still going to be around, and oh, I, yeah. I think I heard one other movie <clears throat> that I was kind of excited about. Um, in regards to Spider Man, initially I was kind of expecting kind of like a Thor Ragnarok style like comic book superhero movie. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but uh, I didn't really get that. I ended up. I ended up thinking it was a it was a sweet like coming of age kind of movie. I thought that was kind of nice. Um uh, I thought that worked well. I can see that. But that the, the like the the kind of the superhero part of it. I don't know, it was, it, it was I was way more expecting. I don't know. It it was it was it didn't uh drag me in too much. Uh I think I still like uh, you know it's funny cuz I uh we had talked yesterday uh about Mysterio and whether or not uh, you know, it is if he's different from you know if he's very different from the comics is, you know does it you know oh, does it yeah. matter? Uh, does it take away from his character or anything? And you know a little bit over time I kind of actually started to come on your side about that, and so uh I liked, I liked it for the, it's like logical and like um I don't know uh the way the way it just kind of uh you know mysterio's character actually ended up being i ended up actually liking it but it, it wasn't as super i don't know it wasn't very marvel to me and I, I i think i'm just rambling at this point about that but i i think i think really if anything i'm just trying to say is that it it felt like it was something else it didn't feel as much like a marvel movie to me which was cool i guess but i don't know okay. um no, uh, it felt less saying. yeah yeah i don't know that was that was my main point <laughs> Just a different director in general, yeah. It just creates a different kind of tone and feel. And it wasn't um, bad. 
in that sense. And to me, I think the movie ended up just being just kind of, you know, I liked, there were certain points I really liked. Uh, I thought we were like, oh, this is a cool moment. But overall, I didn't feel like, oh, man, I, I need to uh, I need to see this movie multiple times or anything. You know, it was. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. was my second oh. time watching it. And I'm like, OK, I'm pretty full on this one. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can honestly see that. I I really liked it for. Oh, I, I don't know if I can say it without it spoiling or do do we just have a spoiler i know i was trying i realized i started talking then i, I in my as i started to ramble i realized i was like fuck i can't well, say too much to i don't want to i don't be spoiling yeah people i know who, who've seen it or haven't seen, uh, it's like i feel like if you wanted to see it you'd already see it by now right wanted i think discussion. it's usually the general consensus that when it's um when it's a movie that's bit especially when it's already almost out of the theaters usually it's open to spoilers so i think it's okay okay well because i i really like mysterios and if anybody knows the comics this is not a surprise to him but his illusion uh abilities yeah um, yeah because there's that a scene and it's i think it's an obvious reference to a lot of comic book scenes of him um i know there was a game where uh when spider-man comes up to this hotel it's he's in illusion he doesn't know what's going on and it's all super abstract. He comes up to a hotel, and a big Mysterio fist pops out and punches him. I think that's an obvious reference to either the comic books or some of the video games where Mysterio changes his size, and oh, there's something yeah. to do with like a uh, hotel. So I think that was just all like without being fan service, it was kind of fan service at the same time, but while still being good fan service, right? Because this is like I just I love the visuals. Like if you're gonna mess with somebody and break their sense yeah. of reality, this is how you do it. Like having Spider-Man jump on himself and stuff like that. Is he kind of like the Marvel version of um, Scarecrow? Uh, because sort that, of that whole scene, that whole scene where he's doing, uh, yeah, all the illusions with Spider-Man. That just all felt like Scarecrow to me. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And they, yeah, they do that, and it's like an Arkham Asylum very thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Those that was my favorite part of that game was Scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like in, uh, because he started off like a lot of these comic book characters when it first started off, it was pretty unimaginative because it was the first ones. It was setting the foundation. He originally just had a series of literal smoke and mirrors, and that's how he tricked people. <laughs> oh, and because you you couldn't really think of like at that time of this holographic technology, that wasn't really a thought yet. And so it's like, oh, how do I trick people by using like old mag magician kind of tricks, essentially? Um. And then in later ones, I think he was like a nerd. That that's why he had the fishbowl helmet and stuff was to hide that the fact that he was a scrawny nerd and it was all just technology. And really? I like how they handled because oh. like having the fishbowl helmet that is kind of a silly thing. And so it's like, how do you make that realistic? Well, in this movie, it's him putting on a facade. He's like, I gotta look like a stupid ser or um superhero, so I'm just gonna yeah make this stupid costume and people love it. And it's like, oh, they do and. It's like, that's how you get around a silly character like that. Which I think the fishbowl helmet looks cool if it's more alien tech or whatever, but... Yeah, it was, I, thought, yeah I, I thought his costume looked fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, So that's what I was going to ask, actually. What, how, because it seems like you know more about the comic book version of Mysterio. Do you, do you feel like he was representative of that? Or do you feel like it was, it was a new take on him? Uh, I'm trying to, like, look into it a little bit more, because I didn't know what caused him if there was any cause for him to be a bad guy. 
because at least in the start of a lot of these comic books, most of them, they just wanted to rob banks. That was kind of like the main thing. Um, in this one, I don't know if he had that same grudge against Stark as he did in, like, if that was in the comics as well. Oh, I thought that's well, how you yeah. do that. Because, like, in the comics, he was a special effects artist. And oh, really? Because of the special effects, that's, that's how he did these things. In this one, they made him disgruntled with Stark. And I do like how they do that because this whole movie is about Spider-Man being the next Iron Man, right? And he has to come to terms with, like, how do I do that? That's all this, like, um, responsibility is now thrown onto me. And not only is the gifts from Stark, like the, the glasses and stuff, what he gets from um, Iron Man, he also gets the people that are disgruntled against Stark you know with that too so he has to take on the responsibilities of iron man both good and bad and that includes the people yeah. that hated iron man are now gonna turn against spider-man and so it's like that's what this movie was about was you know heavy is the the head that the crown late i can't remember the quote heavy is the brow that the crown rests upon and that's the whole point is he's taking mm -hmm. on iron man's responsibilities and iron man wasn't right. really that in the end he was a good guy but he was kind of a you know, a douchebag to a lot of people. He was a billionaire playboy. And so he disgruntled a lot of people. And so that's where Spider-Man's struggles come from is somebody else. And he's taking on that responsibility. Should he take it on? Should he not? That was kind of like the big thing. This big uh, theme, I don't know what you would say. And so I thought that was handled pretty well and how you can tie it into having certain characters like actually have a cause and effect on the world. And how it, it pertains to the comic books i don't really know it i'm sure like one some of the later ones it was a disgruntled stark employee or something like that but i'm not too sure wow yeah. okay so it was actually a lot closer than i had originally thought i i, I was I, I think i i had misunderstood uh his original character that's that's kind of cool actually then yeah i i did you know i didn't know anything about cuz you were probably closer to me in the way that i thought he was actually like a uh, like a super villain, like actually had powers. I didn't know it was a lot of smoke and mirrors. Literally, like you said. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking up his abilities. They are all based around technology. Like he uses hallucinogens. Oh. Those eyeballs that were on his shoulders. Oh, it's like in, scarecrow. Yeah, in certain versions, would pour out that green gas that you see from the the holograms, oh, okay. and that would cause people to go insane. Because if if they didn't think about the whole drone uh, holograph um, hologram thing. How else you mess with people with illusions? It's like, yeah, you drug them. You use hallucinogens. and Yeah, Scarecrow. Because um, that's the big thing with DC versus Marvel is they were always trying to, like, kind of one-up each other. And that happened. It created a lot of, like, um, of the same characters being made. I think Jack Kirby bounced back and forth between DC and Marvel. And he kept just kind of making some of the sim or some characters a bit similar because he just had certain ideas that he wanted to keep fleshing out. And that's why you have... Um, DC has their what is he Slade? Uh, he's got the the two toned mask, uh, black and orange, and then you have Deadpool, who's supposed to be a satire of that character, a Deathstroke. That's what his name was. They both wear masks. They Death both Stroke, have yeah. uh, kat um, katanas and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I guess that's what uh, Mysterio became was uh, Scarecrow. I don't know if it was. I think Jack Kirby's name was in this, or was it... There was another guy that was a big part of uh, what Stanley did. Um, uh, Steve Ditko? Oh, yeah. Okay, then it wasn't Jack Kirby. I don't know if he bounced around to yeah, I think... both comic book companies. I'm not too sure on that. But, 
I am liking taking these really kind of weird characters and trying to update them for modern times and they're not seeming so silly. Like they keep, they have silly names and they keep making jokes about that. Like, oh, we're using fake names for Doctor Strange and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, you know, all, all these like little uh, keystones to these characters, they kind of like throw away. It's like, oh, that's kind of stupid. Like they, they make reference to that. It's kind of silly. Um, but while trying to be realistic and make it seem not so, uh, I don't know, stupid, I guess. So that that's very interesting for me to see. Because I, I think Mysterio, like, when I first saw the trailers, and he comes in, and he's got his triangles on, on his hands. I'm like, oh, this is a cool character. I like the whole Doctor Strange kind of thing. And um, where he's just flying around using, like, magic, what it, you know, looks like. And to me, that's the kind of character oh, yeah. that I like. The, the wizard character, you know. It's like him, Doctor Strange, right. the Maw from the Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah, I totally got that vibe, too. Um... I I thought I thought all the graphics with the fighting the all the elementals that was that was all really cool. Yeah. So what do you guys yeah. th- are you guys excited about like next stage of Marvel or anything like that? Because Infinity War is all done. Yeah. Right. So what is the next stage? I I don't know what it is. People keep saying oh they're gonna introduce oh. Galactus and it's gonna be the Galactus saga or something like that. But I don't know. I'm I don't feel too excited about a lot of what I'm seeing. I'm excited about. Uh... Well, I, I just mean like, because this this last one was the Infinity Saga, and it was phases one through three. Is there going to be? A, are they going to try to do another thing or another ten year setup? Well, let's look up. Uh, what is it? Phase four. I believe so. Uh, right. Well, I was going to say, um, yeah, Thor. Um, by Taika Waititi. I'm really excited about that. But is this? See, oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know if what I'm looking too. at is is real or not, or if it's fan made. Yeah, that's so hard nowadays because it used to be like whenever a fan-made thing came out, you're like, oh, I can tell it's fan-made, but people have gotten really good at <laughs> forging like yeah. images and stuff like that. Like when the Sonic one came out with the, the poster, people couldn't tell if that was real or not. And to their credit, that one looks still looks stupid. <laughs> there's the, there's one thing that I was a little disappointed with the Spider-Man movie. I, I mean, I liked I liked the whole turn and everything of Mysterio. And we're we're still in spoilers, so um <laughs> but but the fact that it turned out not to be a multiverse thing was a little disappointing to me because yeah. you know I was I was hoping that was gonna lead into Doctor Strange. Yeah, I can see that. That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah I was it, kind of excited I, about the multiverse thing. <laughs> I, I think they were trying to bank on like or uh on that like he's a mysterio from a different universe, so he's not evil. I wonder if that was the goal with that. And that'd be kinda interesting. To have him like not evil, and then maybe something happens, he becomes evil. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, because they are going to go into multiverse stuff. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, because the Doctor Strange and the multi- uh, multiverse of madness is coming up. And then one think... one of the few things that seems interesting. And I think Thor is going to maybe play with the multiverse. I don't know. That could be really bad because when you have multiverse, it's like, oh, you can do anything. Well, it's like, well, then nothing matters if you right. can do anything. So it's like you really have to exactly. play that close to the chest and not... It, it's like when you introduce time travel to a series, it's like, oh, well, you can easily break you know, my enjoyment of yeah. it by nothing mattering. Unless it's something like in Rick like, and Morty that's Like time point, travel... Yeah, exactly. Like time travel is great, but when you introduce it into something that didn't really have it before and it's long running, yeah, you're gonna probably going to ruin it. So I guess I'm assuming we're going to get another Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, 
And then I'm I'm looking at it. Where is it? I don't. Oh, you have see something here. If yeah, you, I have the timeline. Link, link that shit. <laughs> I just I just googled uh uh phase four Marvel and it was it's the second picture. You expect and me I, to I do know that kind of real. work? Yes. Wait, you want me to do work? You want me to copy the link and then send it to you? Jared, do That's work? Different. What? Uh, it's the one where it's like uh, Black Widow, Eternals, WandaVision, Loki. It looks like it's mostly just Disney+. Plus. What'd you Google? Phase 4 Marvel. Oh yeah, they're gonna bring back Blade. Oh yeah, how's that gonna turn out? Oh, so Wasp is having her own movie? Who? Oh, Spider-Man Dimensions? Wasp? See, that that's the one I was looking at. The one after that is the one I'm looking at. I don't know if that one's real. I don't think that yeah, one's there's real. So many, Warlock it... and Avengers X with like Avengers Ten. Like, well, what? What? How many? Yeah, we only have like five Avenger movies. That one might be fake. Four. I think that this one's fake. fake because it says Doctor Strange Illuminati when we know it's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, uh, yeah. Not unless that was the the working title or the project title, maybe. Because I'm seeing like, oh, the mighty. Yeah, I'm seeing Illuminati, the Mighty Thor. Oh, I see. Yeah, this looks more official. Black Widow. It's the one Falcon with... Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, Eternals. One, yeah. What's Eternals? I don't think I know anything about that. Shang Shang Chi, Eternals. The Legend of the Ten Rings. Wanda Vision. Yeah, what's that one? I think is. Oh shit! I don't remember. Oh, that are the ones with Disney Plus? Are those TV shows? Yes. yes, they're serious. I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, okay. Uh, Loki. Oh, Disney Plus. So, WandaVision, Loki, are going to be about those characters. Interesting. Well, w- what it seems like is they're using. What I think the idea is they're using this multiverse idea to explore the lives of these characters that are already dead. I thought they um, were going to be prequels. I've, I think it's both because I've, I think it's already been confirmed that Loki is is the is the specific oh, the... Loki from the the Endgame movie that uh, they go back in time and he steals something and it's about after he gets away with whatever. It is oh, you mean the when he steals the 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 damn the cube, you know the. Oh God. yes, I almost exactly. I had it on the tip of my tongue. It's Tesseract. Yes, Tesseract. What's the Thor yeah, movie? Thor: it's... Love and Thunder. That's the one by Ty- uh, Taika Waititi. Is that what it's called? The Love and Thunder. Oh, do you know? Do you know anything about it? Oh, no. Don't. Why no, don't? Oh, you don't want me to tell him? What? I don't. I don't know because I don't know if it's is it spoiler. If the trailers are going to spoil it for him, anyways. Oh, it's it's one of those deals that like I don't want to know anything about what goes on in certain movies. Like let's say in um, Thor: Ragnarok. What if you didn't know the Hulk was in it? Then that scene when the Hulk shows up, because it's played up like you don't know who it is. It's like, oh, who's this yeah, green champion? No, and then the right. Hulk burst out because he was supposed to be considered dead, um, because he went in the right. the, a, the double the twin jet or whatever. And you're just like, oh, I don't know where he's at. And then all of a sudden he shows back up, and then um, you're like, oh, oh, and the trailers ruin that because it's just like, oh, that's how we can get people. Yeah, in. totally it's, did. Because it, it that storyline plays off the comic books called Planet Hulk, where 
Hulk goes to yeah. a planet. He's the biggest, baddest motherfucker, so he takes over the planet. That's kind of what this was based off of. And I don't want to tell you about Thor because it does something different with um Yeah, Thor. like I I'll I'll go ahead and have a shimmer of hope, but to be on and not say anything, but I'll tell you right now, he's probably gonna get spoiled to what it is. It's uh, the- I it's, think the first trailer you're gonna see, it's gonna. It's coming it. out it's gonna, in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Wait, it, why is it under Fantastic Four? It says confirmed. What does that mean? Are none of the other ones actually confirmed? No, those are confirmed. And Blade but is just announced. No, they're <laughs> both uh, confirmed or confirmed and announced, but there's no time frame for them. They just they're gonna be there at one point. Oh. Everything okay. else has at least a year. Or at least a lot of them have a date, but yeah. Uh, but to answer your question, no, I'm not excited at all. Just for Thor, um, yeah, maybe Doctor I... Strange. <laughs> I d- I have no plans of getting Disney Plus, even though we all know that we're going to be strong armed into getting it. Yeah, that's the only uh... way you'll see them, other than oh yeah, a lot of these you won't be able to see in theater because there'll be shows. And I, don't I have think... a feeling that there are even going to be some movies. They're probably going to be directed to, to Disney Plus movies. I bet you a million dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, throw a couple here and there just to get I... people to, to for, In like, fact, force yeah. them into it. Oh, I believe it totally. Cause remember Disney Channel original movies? That was a huge thing. It was, uh, yeah. It probably faded over the years, and it's probably going to get big again because it's not going to be Disney, uh, Disney Channel original movies. It's going to be Disney Plus original movies. Right. I think a lot of... I think actually this is good for a lot of people. Because they're just gonna be like, oh, I'll get rid of my Netflix and just get Disney Plus, because that's the there's a lot of Disney, you know, like uh, fanatics, like a lot of people. That's that's what they enjoy. Their their main kind of a right. it's going to succeed. Consume. Oh yeah, it's definitely gonna make money. Yeah, there's yeah. no question about that. Disney's been waiting for streaming to kind of like get figured out by other people, and then they're gonna swoop in and do it really well. <laughs> yeah. And by really well, I that just means at least financially well. <laughs> They're gonna be fine. Yeah. All right. Did was there anything else we wanted to talk about Marvel in general? I don't know if there's much because other, other than, other than what you said, I'm die. Just parrot it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I loved them so much, but I'm just so tired of superhero movies. I I want something. I know. And I feel like everything on the horizon might be Disney Brandon. remakes or superhero movies. Brandon, I hate to tell you this, but that's what movie theaters are now. Yeah, it's over. It's all over. It's fine. It's all fine. It's fine. It's fine. Because that's that's what makes the money, and it's just like, yeah, okay, that's what's gonna get made. And it's like, I mean, other films are still gonna be made. You and I are gonna have to. We're all gonna have to go out our way a little bit to watch them. But hey, it is what it is. Like it's <laughs> not gotten to be so bad that it. I've had. I, I've had actual, like, weird, fucked up thoughts about how can I <laughs> so- do something to make Disney disappear. Like, I've really, like, started going off these, like, fucked up paths in my head. Like, what can I do to get rid of Disney? Yeah. Maybe they it's don't like, need what, to be got rid years? of. They just may need better management. I don't know how that could be done, but I just yeah, feel well, like... That, see, but that's the thing is... They're succeeding in exactly what they need to succeed in. They make money. That's all they need to do. So, the all, the only management they need knows how to make money, and that's the management they have. Well, uh, I think the main issue with like big movies like this, like I I enjoy quite a few of the Marvel movies, but I enjoy them for what they are. They're just 
big spectacles. I go in, get some popcorn, and watch like a um, fun movie that I can like talk about with other people. And it doesn't matter who they are, if they're a movie buff or not, but chances are they're going to see these movies. But the thing that people, like uh, cinephiles, look for the most in movies, they're not going to do in these ones to a certain extent because these ones have to engage with so many people with such a big base of people that it has to be kind of generic in that way because if you try to do something too specific like like infinity war was really dark it was if there was nothing after that that's a tragedy movie that's it you know but there was a second part so it wasn't really a tragedy you wouldn't be able to do that with most people because most people would get upset oh you killed off my character screw this and they'll leave they don't they don't enjoy it for that they get kind of like connected to certain characters and if that character goes away so do they and you can't yeah. have this very specific nuanced thing because it needs to be understood by the general audience because everybody has their own thing so it's got to kind of do everything and so yeah i don't i don't know <laughs> it's just that's how it is if yeah. you want to make a big enough movie it has to be that generic there's no other way i don't think around it um so what you're saying because... is the only way to watch better movies is like watch like indie movies or something or <laughs> I wouldn't say better. I would say better to you personally, to something that connects with you to a hardcore level. It has to be something smaller, something that's more niche because it's not so generic. And yeah, more independent films, more films where people are trying to touch on like an idea or something kind of out there. It's not going to be, it it will never be these big things because that's not what everybody's going to see. Everybody has their own personal interests, their personal connections and personal things that they enjoy that you can't do that all in one movie because then it would be this huge mess. It just has to be more generic. It has to have the simple kind of archetypes of here's the hero or heroes, here's the mentors, here's the bad guys, here's the the huge baddie force, and it has to fit those. Like like Lord of the Rings, it's like you got the <laughs> the main character, a literal wizard that guides him, and all these like little sub-characters that kind of like you maybe connect to a little bit more. Hmm. No, right. And then you have that the big, sense. the big bad guy. He's coming back, and he's going to destroy the world if we don't stop him. That's that's the generic hero's uh, journey kind of thing, and that's what most yeah. people connect with. That's fair. So, yeah, <laughs> you guys excited about uh, the um, Fast and Furious extended universe? <laughs> how how is it doing? How how did uh, how, how did Hobbs, Hobbs and Shaw, Shaw do? Yeah. I thought it was doing. Do people well, like wasn't it? it? I thought. Let me see. Um, let's see. Everybody likes what's his face. Twenty-five million audience. Oh, the audience liked it. It looks like the audience really liked it. The yeah, critics uh, put it about right down the middle. Oh, I'm uh, seeing. You know. I'm seeing kind of like about sixty to seventy percent across the board. Yeah, the audience has it up at about like eighty-nine. So not not bad, but not too. And it's making money. Yeah, good good point, Brandon. Good point. It doesn't matter as long as it's making money, right? It's making money, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm, right, yeah. Just so everybody knows, I'm totally okay with the Fast and Furious franchise. It is. It knows what it is. It's like, hey, we got guys with big muscles, beautiful women, guns, and cars. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. As long yeah, as it's, like, it's been pretty yeah. self-aware for a while, so I think it's, that's pretty fine. I remember it was me, Brandon, and a couple other people. I think John and other people. We were in the theater, and... It was the first time I was in a theater for a while, and this movie comes on for one of the Fast and Furious movies, 
and me and Brandon are right next to each other just going, oh, okay. And then there's that part where these Mini Coopers pull down the plane. We're like, yeah, sure. And then a Mini Cooper bursts out the front of the plane and it blows up. And I look at Brandon. He looks at me. And we're just like, <laughs> we, we just, just roll our like eyes so moment. hard. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, like I was going to say with like the with Fast Furious series, um, Transformers, even though I don't really oh, agree Transformers with the Transformers idea bad. anymore. Yeah. yeah. But like. I, I can't I have a hard time really blaming them because the idea that there are actual jobs and people below the line are getting yeah, you're paid, still in my idea. Whereas, <laughs> yeah. Um unlike Adam Sandler movies where people under the line don't get paid. So that I don't have respect for them and I don't have respect for movies that are yeah. just being churned out just yeah. to make money with no artistic sense whatsoever. It's a big issue if you see like an animated movie. Chances are those animators were pretty much starving, because um, animators yeah. don't really get paid all that much. In like um, Sausage Party, like they were they got in trouble for not paying their animators. Like legally, they got in trouble. Like uh, you guys should have been oh, paying them shit. more because there was you know unpaid hours and all that. And then you look above the line, and it's like oh, it's all these stars getting most of the money, while the people that actually literally made yeah. the movie are getting nothing, and are underpaid. Like illegally underpaid. Yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, it, it's it's one of those things. As long as like the movie is like okay, you're making a ton of cash, and if everybody's getting like all these you know gaffers and carpenters and um you know uh, people are helping the uh, helping set up lights and all that, they're all getting paid, and then they can go off and do their own projects because they got paid and their skills have improved. Yeah. It's like, okay, then it actually puts more good into the world. It's just an industry. It's like, okay, it's like selling stuff at a retail store. It's it's not art. Yeah. There's artistry in these movies. These these there's people that do try their hardest to put their, you know, their blood into this work. Yeah. But at the end of the day, as long as they're facilitating their own skills and going off and doing cool stuff and like, oh that that one DP, he gets enough money, he can go fund his own, you know, project, his own like uh movie. Then it's like, okay, yes. cool. Yeah, exactly. Then, you know, like, fund it by himself. He doesn't need any help from anybody, so it's his vision. It's like, that's that's what you can hope out of these kind of movies. Right. And I I don't like Transformers as a, a end product, as a piece of art, because it's just kind of... It's a new it's one It's one of those things, there's too much noise. Yeah, probably. I don't know. We just had Bumblebee. <laughs> but yet... just, just assume that there will be one. <laughs> well, it's like, for the, the first few, it... I feel like there was actually some passion there. Yeah. Like, I feel like there was actually some love put into those. But after that, there's a point where you're just like, these are now just being churned out because they make money. And I don't think anybody gives a shit. Oh, a couple months back, Transformers 7 release date canceled by Paramount. Oh, uh, maybe it's done. Yeah, because Bumblebee might not. Did Bumblebee do well? I forget about Bumblebee. Uh... I don't that think was, it did. That was the last one that came out, right? Oh, Michael Bay's so. done directing Transformers movies, maybe? So that might be the, the, okay, so the reason for the, the cancellation. Maybe they're going to put it off for like another year and maybe try to like go, oh, hey, let's yeah. come up with a little bit of a game plan for this. Which I like, I like Transformers so, as a concept. I, I mean, I liked it when I was a kid, so it might be a little bit of like nostalgia to me, but... That's funny because... I didn't. I. I mean. I. Th- I feel like I watched Transformers as a kid, but I had no nostalgia attached to it. Whereas it's like, 
when that new Ninja Turtles movie came out. It wasn't Michael Bay, but I think he produced it. And I remember like it was shit, but I enjoyed it because I did. I do have a lot of nostalgia connected you just to uh, felt Ninja like a Turtles. little kid again. Yeah. Yeah. I I was broken. I always wanted the toys when I was little. <laughs> oh yeah. So that might be why. I think I played. I think I watched Beast Wars, and I think I played the video game for Beast yeah. Wars. Yeah. Beast Wars. They're trying to revive Optimus Prime. <laughs> oh, that was that. That's the premise. Uh, it was at one point. I think they were just like, "Oh, we found Optimus Prime, and we got to bring him back to life." Or I don't know. Yeah. I think there was a video game based upon that, and I think I really liked it. It sounds so familiar. <laughs> what, Beast Wars? Yeah. Yeah, no, I remember Beast Wars. I remember playing it. It was it was uh, rough. It was really rough. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Oh, okay, no, yeah, this is... Oh, this totally looks familiar. Hell yeah. I played the shit it's... out of it, though. It was, I think it was shit, yeah, I but I played it. the shit out of it. I mean, you also played the shit out of, of Bugs Life. And, yeah, well, that was try to the shit. That game. So, okay. The FPS on that game is but, amazing. <laughs> now, Brandon, didn't you just try to replay that recently? Yeah, I got about like to the second level, and there are, every <laughs> level is basically the same thing. That's one. That's one of the biggest flaws I'm realizing. I realized from the game is <laughs> it's just cookie cutter. I mean, they, you know, they there's little changes in between the levels. But every level, you're like, oh, God, I have to start all over again. It's not like, oh, okay, next level. It's like, oh, fuck, and I have to do this all over again. That's what made me feel. I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe this game really isn't that great. <laughs> so it's like it's like how like every sequel to a game goes back to the beginning. You know, it's like that, but every level. Like, you have to start over every time. Like, you lose yeah. your powers every level and have to yeah, regain them. You, you upgrade, like, um, there's like three or four different colors or whatever and each one every time you collect a, a coin for that color it upgrades that color and once you get like level three and four on like three or four colors and then you start over you're like fuck man everything just feels so so shitty because oh, all your attack right. power goes down like you gain like better better damage too and and it doesn't feel i don't know it just feels instead of like it's funny cause a lot of games do this and it works but this i'm realizing as for a kid, maybe it's like okay, but you know, it it, it does make you feel like oh oh great, I just I got to do this all over again instead of you know like with an RTS like StarCraft or whatever, it, it's a lot of work every time you start a new level and you have to build a whole new base. But there's an enjoyment of going through the process every time and doing it over and over again. But with 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 Bugs Life, it's more of just like it feels more tedious. I don't know. <laughs> It's now funny. Yeah. I'm having a conversation about a bug's life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, base building. You're 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 talking about uh, Fallout Four, right? It was really Jesus. good in that, right? Jared, wow, that yeah, wasn't that was tedious its... at all. Wow, that was its total. I did. I spent way too much fucking time building my <clears throat> building up. Uh, whatever the main, the very first San town. In, I can't sanctuary. What? Sanctuary. Yeah. Oh my god, Which I had a fucking fortress. I, th I thought Sanctuary was actually a bad place to build. There was, it was, I think it was, was massive, it. too. Yeah. And, it's, it, and it, it took way too long. I spent so much time. And and after a while, I thought, why did I spend all that time? I didn't even really care anymore. It's, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, random shit in that game. <laughs> Movie, game, podcast. That, is, that what, is that what this is? 
<laughs> movies? What? No, this is a video game podcast. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, okay. My bad. Oh, because yeah. A Bug's Life. It's a movie and a video game, so... Alright, so uh, we're going to take a break of the second segment of this video game, not movie-related podcast. <laughs> this is the Jared podcast. It's whatever what Jared wants to talk about. <laughs> so that's why it's not a movie podcast. <laughs> and I guess most of the time I, I want to talk about movies. So. Yeah, this is the circus no, podcast. <laughs> we talk about all things Jester, uh, Lion, you know, and other like Three rings. Uh, this week is about textiles and other arts and crafts. Um, how's your guys' knittings coming along? I don't knit. I crochet. Now I'm just imagining like a Gangs of New York styled fight of between knitters and crocheters out in the street stabbing each other with their. <laughs> oh, that sounds great! Now I want to <laughs> film that. That'd be fun. So uh, let's go over uh, like movies, TV that we've like watched over the last two weeks. Uh, we still haven't watched Anima because I'm an idiot. Um, so I just I watched. Have you guys? Uh, do you guys know anything about Under the Silver Lake? Oh, that's the one with Andrew Garfield, right? Yes, I oh, do not I know see anything. It. No, it's it's good. Uh, I don't know why the critics they didn't pan it. But it's it's just it looks like it's got like middle of the road reviews, but I really enjoyed it. It's a it's a pretty good like um kind of a mystery movie. It's weird. I think that's the thing is like a lot of times when you have like movies that are classified as like mediocre, if they're really weird, I'll enjoy it. And this movie is pretty weird. Um, it's just like a mystery movie where like this girl that this guy barely knows goes missing, and he's like kind of obsessed with it, trying to find out what happened. It's really interesting. Yeah. When did you see that? Uh, Mom and I just watched it on, I think it's Amazon Prime. Yes, Amazon Prime. This was a uh, movie uh, or? This weekend. Yes, it's a movie. Oh, okay. I, I remember hearing a little bit about it, how it, it's just, it's well written and thought out because it's like a, a lot of references to culture itself. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was and I'm maybe yeah. that's good. So that way I just go into it uh, more blind, but just like what it's... It feels like stuff that's written in there is not written in there just for, you know, whatever reason. It's actually got, like, some uh, depth to it. And so, like, oh, he... Because isn't he... There's a little bit of paranoia for a character. And so you kind of feel yes. his oh, paranoia yes. in how it's written. And so it's like, that's... Um, without saying any more, just kind of keep it still kind of a uh, little... Going in blind to it. That's why I'm interested in it. It's just clever writing. And I kind of uh, want that. Because I've had some stuff that I'm just like, oh, okay, I liked it, but... I need something that makes me go, like, I think about it for a couple days kind of deal. Yes, yeah, and it definitely has that. So. Uh, definitely, yeah, the paranoia aspect. Uh, something else that I just, I literally just watched it last night. Did you guys know there's a Rocco's Modern Life special on Netflix? You said that. You Is it just, like, one episode, or is it, like, a season? Or? It's it's just a 45-minute special. Oh. Is it, like... It's actually... It's actually pretty good. Yeah? It's literally just Rocco's Modern Life. Well, I mean, that's literally the basis of the whole thing is Rocco's Modern Life in the 2000s. Oh, okay. I mean, that's it's literally the point because they were up in 
I, I don't I don't I watched Rock was running life like crazy when I was a kid. Uh, I don't remember the last episode, well, but apparently in the last episode, uh, a rocket got stuck in that in the house and took them up into space. So they've been in space for twenty years, <laughs> and so they come back down, and they're not used to the twenty or the twenty first century. Uh, and they have to get used to cell phones and TV. Oh, how and the biggest awesome. plot point, and the biggest plot point is that the Fatheads, Rocco's favorite show, is off the air. He wants to get it back. That's the main idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, okay, now I, you sold like me. That, that, was that premise of like people in the '90s getting thrown into the is it 2000s or 2010s? 2010s. Like it's literally 2019. It's okay. people from 1999 like, uh, coming like back into 2019. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah it's All right. Then I won't cool. say anything else because yeah. 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 Definitely. Uh, so do you got? Have you guys watched anything in the last two weeks? Or Brandon uh, doesn't matter. You haven't been on yet. So anything at all that you've watched recently? Yeah. Well, I saw Deadpool two finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a. I thought it was a pretty fun movie throughout, but it wasn't anything like groundbreaking or like particularly memorable now that i think about it because now i'm trying to remember anything i'm like uh yeah it's kind of just more of the same yeah yeah i felt like the whole juggernaut thing was fun uh yeah uh there was there was some i it it sucks because there was in a way I, i felt like there may have been too much uh meta or like fourth wall breaking humor but at the same time it was like my favorite humor of the movie like that was those were the best jokes in my opinion uh but i felt like there was there was a lot of it like i was like every other joke was him either looking at the camera or making a reference to another avenger movie or you know or something you know right so it was you know i think it's uh i don't think it was bad i don't think it was good i I still enjoy I i laughed a lot i think there was some pretty good jokes but uh i don't think it was great yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, that's about what I thought of it. Like the the first one, I don't want to call it groundbreaking. I wouldn't say it's groundbreaking, but it it still did something new. Like it was able to get an audience with an R rating, and it kind of like uh just did yeah just new things and everything. It just felt like this with the second one. They're like, okay, we're just gonna stop with that and just continue what we're already doing. It's like no, just keep doing new things. You know? Yeah, it did feel pretty safe. Act. It was. It felt really safe. Action. I think about it. I saw uh, uh, Incredibles too. Finally, as well, <laughs> another movie that's been. Out <laughs> oh out yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. All I right. liked it. It was. Uh, I don't know. I don't have any like special comments on it or anything. Just I thought it. Uh, it just kind of did a lot of what the first movie did. Uh, it was. Um, <laughs> I thought there was some. There was uh, again. I think. I think there was. There was decent comedy. I laughed a lot. Uh, um, I I didn't think the villain was as cool as Syndrome, but uh, it, had, it had its moments definitely. Yeah, in that one, it was like at one point I'm just like, oh, I know what the twist is. Okay, and it's just like it because it, I, I still a, haven't seen it. There's a bit of like a of a twist to the end or to something about it, and it's very reminiscent at a certain of the point, first one. Yeah, at a certain point, it throws a little bit too many hints, and I'm oh. just like, okay. <laughs> I think it was about 30 minutes in, I, I kind of guessed it, and was pretty much right about the, the ending. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm not sure if I really want to. I don't know. I've never been 
excited to see Incredibles 2. Kind of boring. Yeah, I heard it's just the first one kind of again. Yeah, but... Because everybody was really into the first one, and I don't think I was. I need to go back and watch it, because people say it's, like, the movie with the perfect pacing, and that's what makes it so great. Oh. Um, This huh. one, I, I'm just... The second one, I'm just kind of bored throughout it. It's trying to have a message, and it feels heavy-handed, but the message is just kind of like, whatever. It's like, I, yeah, I get it. Stop staring at your TV so much, or something like that. I don't know. I don't even remember. It didn't even stick. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, is that the message? I don't. I didn't even. I get don't that. know. I'm, I'm. I'm just being a little bit like uh, facetious. Could have been, I don't know about it, but that's because the message didn't stick with me. Like the first one was like it was all about family and how they all have to learn to kind of you know respect each other in a way, and like there's that whole, whatever. But people love it. Yeah. Uh, I need to go back and watch the first one. The second one just bleh, I don't. It's good ish. Yeah. But I think you'd probably be bored during it. Yeah, I might be. All right, so I I watched uh, a few more. Actually, no, I think I finished off Love, Death, and Robots. I might have one or two episodes left. Oh, I didn't sick. realize just how many of them were there. Yeah, um, and they're not that long, but it the the one that let's say let's see you you talked about the the one where he, like they're supposed to be in like on the spaceship they're supposed to be in like deep sleep and they're they're meant to wake up after a certain amount of time. Yeah, I, I agree. I really liked that episode. That was that was pretty good. It was a little creepy. I like that one, um, but it's one of those things like I have a bad taste in my mouth because I want to see more of that, and that that means it, it did a good job itself. So that that's yeah. good on them. It just I just I just want to see where that goes because it's it's actually a pretty uh, cool premise to it. And the the one about the the civilization side of the fridge, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was just what? it was just so dumb. That it was, I, I ended what up movie enjoying What movie or show was this season? Uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Lo- that's the one inside of a fridge? No. no well, oh, have you not watched Love, Death, and Robots? Uh, no, I, I thought I you watched it with it. Brooke. Because Brooke's seen it all. I thought you guys watched it together. Um, no, uh, Love, Death, and Robots is an anthology series with uh, each episode spanning, what, from like 10 to 20 minutes? Oh. Some of them are two to, some of them are two to three minutes. Some of those yeah. episodes are really short because it's it's all an, like really beautiful animation. Even the ones I don't like, it's just oh, really sh- good animation. So damn, like, I'm gonna have to tra- save this for uh, special trips. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just one of those things. Yeah, like, it'd even, be good e- for that. Even if you don't enjoy the story, you at least will enjoy the visuals because it's just great. Um, great artists are kind of like put on those projects. Yeah, but the only thing is they can get looks really dark sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not the other. The other one that really blew me away, uh, which I was surprised that Brooke didn't show me this because she was showing her, me her favorites. The one that blew me away was I cannot remember it right now. It's something blue. Um, it's oh, it's about you, the painter. You were telling me about it. I just I thought that one connected with me on a deep personal level, and I and I don't want to spoil it. So, uh, I can't the premise is that was th- this uh, journalist is trying to find this artist and trying to. He, he's it seems kind of pretentious at first like why did he keep doing this kind of certain art style but then she's like i need to figure out what he's about why did he keep doing this and why is he connecting with people and it's like oh that's why and so it's just to see where yeah. that kind of goes and how this artist kind of does his thing and it's just like oh wow okay <laughs> i don't want to say too much because i don't yeah. want your brain to go in a certain direction right but, yeah but... yeah all right. Well, then I, I don't I don't want to get too much into Love, Death, and Robots. Then, uh, 
It's but uh, that one was definitely my favorite. I still love the one with the three robots. That one's great. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else? Any of you guys have watched over the last two weeks? No, because <laughs> mm. I haven't found anything. Like it's it's hard for me to find stuff that doesn't cost anything. Um, yeah. it's like Netflix, I, it's stuff that I've either seen or feels a little too vapid yeah, for me. I'm just like, like oh, I'm not into that. Like watching Office again for the thirteenth time. Um, <laughs> uh, I I guess I finished uh Full Metal Alchemist uh with Brooke a little while ago, and that was, I thought that was pretty good. Brotherhood. Oh. I, I want to watch uh, it, Brotherhood. It stands up. We've, well, well I think that's the one you watched. Full Metal and Full Metal Brotherhood. Oh, okay. Oh, and that's wait remake. You mean? I don't remember. Uh, what oh, well, full. There's Full Metal, and the Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is the Brotherhood is supposed to be like made after the oh, the manga was. Finished. I thought Charles was saying they're making another remake or something. Because I know about Brotherhood. No. Yeah, yeah. No, I I know about Brotherhood. Yeah. You what? I know about Brotherhood. I know what it oh, is. Oh, okay. No, I just thought just, Charles yeah. was saying they were making another remake or something. Right. Oh, no. oh okay, okay. <laughs> I, because I remember no, I that uh, I was getting it confused, too, because they are remaking Avatar, and they're, they're making it live action. Again? Uh, well, a show. Oh, it's a show. A series, yeah. And it's going to be, like, scene for scene, I think, is the idea. Interesting. Okay. I can't even find Avatar at all, period. Like... It's not on Hulu or Netflix or anything. You have to like buy that shit. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, I had to. I had to go buy the DVD set. You have it? The DVD set? Yeah, I have. I have the Avatar: uh, The Last Airbender series on DVD set because I wanted to watch it again, and they took it off of Netflix like not too long before that. Uh, it's on Blu-ray now because the DVD set is. Uh, the compression's really bad, so if you don't mind it, some of the episodes where the line art. Because I I like the look of the show. It looks really blocky and bad, and it's just like oh, they compress it way too much. Um, but if you're not really, you know, if that doesn't bug you, you can probably borrow it or something. I don't know. But I love that series. It holds up. It just it, I don't know. It it hits home. It's just really really like sweet, and you feel for these characters a lot. Yeah, I wanted to watch it. Okay. Yeah, because I I went Does to go PS4 watch it. Four take like, DVDs. I don't know. Or fuck. But yeah. I, I Only? went to go watch it. I wanted to see if it held up because I'm like, oh, I watched this when I was like in high school and college, and you know, probably thought it was really good. It's probably crap now. It's like, nope, it's still funny. It's still you know sweet and heartwarming. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> I love this series. It's really great. So that that yeah, live well, action. I want to like, see it. So unless no, even if they do no, it shot no. for shot, like, what's the purpose of that? I guess it could look good, but I mean, this this show still holds up and and, and hits home for me. So. so far, none of the live-action remakes of, like, Japanese animes have been really good, so I don't know. Well, luckily this like, one... That's, is, it's that's, like, Full Metal has come out recently as their, as their live-action, but anyway, sorry. Yeah, but aren't they usually movies, and so it's, like, this weird formatting difference, and so that's uh, why it kind of I think messy. some of them have been, like, uh, what do you call it, the, where it's been a miniseries or whatever, but I don't know. Oh. Well, because I'm thinking but if it's, like, a... If this is like a full show series kind of thing, are they just going to do shot for shot remake? Basically, <laughs> like you already have your storyboard in front of you. Essentially, it's just the the TV show, <laughs> the cartoon. Right. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Well, if uh, if it doesn't seem like there's anything else we've seen, we can go ahead and move on to a little bit of news. 
did you hear about how um, Quentin Tarantino has doubled down on the whole accusations that he's misrepresenting uh, Bruce Lee in in the once a time once upon a time in Hollywood, claiming that Bruce Lee was kind of an arrogant. Is that the term I'm looking for? Cocky, a little bit softer yeah, version cocky. of arrogant. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he was cocky, wasn't he? I guess the idea is, like, all actors at the time were cocky, so he was just as cocky as the rest of them. So, I guess the idea was he kind of portrayed other actors not so cocky, but showing him to be that way was kind of racist, I guess the idea is. Um, I don't know. Uh, Now, also, Charles and I had this certain idea that's kind of... how How do you explain it? Uh, because you haven't seen it yet, right, Brennan? No, I have not. We have a reason to, to to say that, uh, we don't even think that's necessarily what, an accurate way that he meant to portray Bruce. I don't know how yeah. to explain that. I, I think I can without spoiling it. Um, there's a main scene with Bruce, but given the context of what's happening in the scene there's a reason for his cockiness. And it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of explained away. And then outside of that context, when Bruce is in other scenes, because there's other scenes where he's helping like certain uh, actors kind of train and stuff, he's seen as a very polite and patient and very just sweet person. So I think a lot of people are kind of ignoring the context of the scene itself and why he's like that, why he's acting in a certain way. Um, and so they're they're just... I feel like a lot of people, when they watch movies, they only see exactly what's happening in front of them. They don't think what happened before, what's going to happen after. And in hindsight, they yeah. don't think about how it's placed in there. They just It's like if I took a quote from the Bible, right? A lot of people use this quote, but it's like, well, what if I add all the verses from this book or ones before and ones and after? That verse also now changes. And so that's why a lot of people in religious debates get into these weird arguments is the same thing I think happens with movies. Is you're ignoring exactly what's behind it and what's in front of it because of you know once you see the movie and you're out of it, it's hard to kind of go back and talk about it without having that movie right in front of you. Um, so not given the context, and even I've seen people get the context. I will honestly say wrong because I think I thought it was very clear what Tarantino was doing with this, and people are. I didn't see it as a race thing either. I I, I yeah. I don't. I, didn't, I, but... I I wonder if people are kind of like reading between the lines with that one, and whether they're right or wrong. I don't know, but I didn't see that, and so I think they're, it's kind of just blowing up. It's just taking like, I mean, it, the actor in real life is you know passed away. He was beloved, and people still look to him as uh, a form of inspiration and just like you know determination and like empowerment and stuff. Um, yeah, and like even if he was cocky, it's like. That doesn't necessarily mean that's a bad thing kind of deal. If you're cocky and competent, that means yeah. you just you know your abilities. And that's probably yeah, what he was. He's right. like, yeah, I can beat you up. And he probably could have beat pretty much anybody up because he was <laughs> a you see that dude's guns. Like this actor didn't have the same kind of muscle mass that Bruce Lee did. Bruce Lee had that's all he did. He was just he, he was like skinny but buff at the same time, so he, well, he just had dense whoever. muscle, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. So like if he said, I'm going to, I could kill you with my fist. I'm like, yeah, you could kill pretty much anybody <laughs> if you wanted to. Um, so a lot of people sit there and see cockiness as a bad thing, but it's like, if you can back that cockiness up, is it really cockiness? Um, 
yeah whatever i'm kind of like my points probably getting muddled i think people are taking a very small segment and not realizing what tarantino might have been saying about not necessarily bruce's character but actually other characters in that scene i think he was saying more about them than bruce itself and giving more depth to certain characters um good characters and like that's what that movie was about was like hey let's show all these actors but instead of just showing you this facade this like you know upfront like um idea of them i'm gonna make them a little bit more gray in certain areas like they're not bad people they're people they have yeah bad per- points about the personality but they're trying to do good and so ultimately you like these characters because they they mean well and so i think people are they yeah. just people want to fight about anything and given our certain co- kind of culture especially with movies and trying to get a channel up off the ground they're going to take that go oh hey racism is a big thing i'm gonna put this in here and whether they know they're doing that or not or if it's just kind of like a learned um trait in what they're trying to do with their business and the industry i think people are just taking it and just going like oh let's let's make it catch fire and get wild and play off of people's like legitimate like concerns for society and racism and all this hey let's just play off that make money off it and i feel like that's kind of what keeps happening in these situations it's just like i'm just gonna fan the flame see if i get any money from it basically and I think, sorry, I'm a little yeah. <laughs> get heated about it. I just think people are uh, taking something that is a very important thing that we have to kind of look in terms of society and movies and media and how people are portrayed themselves. And they're kind of doing something um, disingenuous with that. Trying to, you know, I don't know. I think that's just a, kind of a horrible way to go about that. And funny enough, th- this is coming from you and me who didn't even like the movie. <laughs> And we're defending it. I have I have such mixed feelings on that movie. I really do. I know, I know. Because there's parts I, of it, like, there's it, so much greatness about it. Just... Every single piece I love, but combining those pieces together, I, I for some reason, don't like it. Maybe I yes, need to see it I again. I agree with that. Maybe it's one of those things, it's yeah. like, okay, once I know what the movie's about, maybe I can appreciate it more. But first viewing, I'm maybe, just, I, yeah. I don't know. I really don't know what to think of it. I don't think it's a bad movie, but I don't think it's a good movie. It's just really weird to it's me. interesting because I, I heard i heard someone calling it timeless and i disagree wholeheartedly because like Time- i said what? i don't think i think uh generation z is going to be really confused watching this movie because i really think that if you don't know anything about manson i think you're going to be lost when it comes to certain aspects of this movie and they're gonna be like why uh, was this in the movie at all i wonder if if with like the murders that people may know charlie charlie manson Actually, you know what? They might not know what happened. They just might know, oh, he was a, he had a cult and they murdered people. They might not even go as far as yeah. like, oh, it was Sharon Tate, it was Hollywood or whatever. So yeah, you might be right in that. Right. I thought you just meant, because this is a big commentary on uh, the movie industry in general. I thought you just meant like yeah. how it's all done and it's just like such a classic way to do to do movies. Um, oh, I no, I think that's all fine. Yeah, I think that that's pretty understandable. Yeah, I don't see it as timeless. I think it's very much a a current retrospective of a certain time frame yeah. in uh, the film industry. And it does feel a lot of like insider, like you need to know about film to kind of enjoy certain aspects of this. Maybe you don't, I don't know, but yeah. And, and like I said, I, I just, I feel like if they just tightened it up and to be honest, just thrown out uh storyline B, I don't know. I feel like it would have been a lot better storyline B like with Sharon Tate herself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe just have a couple glimpses of her, so you know that like, oh, she's around. Does that mean 
oh, we get a glimpse of Charlie Manson or the Mansons or just in general? Uh, see, I feel like all of that should have gotten rid of. But oh no, I, I don't want to get too much yeah, into we are, it. We already discussed it in the last podcast, so we'll just be repeating yeah. ourselves. Yeah, yeah. So that I mean that that's all I had for uh, news. Do you have anything you know in, in film news or anything? Um, no, I think there's because of like what we were talking about with Marvel. There's just a big kind of lull in big stuff like that. And Tarantino just came out with this movie. A twenty four has been putting out some stuff. They're gonna do what's it called? The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. So that's the next one I want to watch, but with news itself, I I I haven't seen anything come on up. Yeah, just like little like whispers about just stuff in general, but nothing like big. Right. So all right, I think I'm just kind of waiting. Well, then I'm yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, just go uh, go to our last break. Uh, speaking of, it's funny because that, that was actually a, a pretty good uh, segue. Uh, that's what I was going to get into real quick. Just stuff that's coming up. They're going to be coming out soon. Cause I, I, Lighthouse is still a ways away. But um, let's see. Have you Do you know anything about Motherless Brooklyn? Say that again? It's I don't know if I might... Mother, Motherless Brooklyn. Oh, no. I, I don't know. It look it's a it's like it looks like it's a film noir, uh, and it's a passion project by Edward Norton. He's going to be directing, oh. writing, and starring in it. Okay. Uh, alongside Bruce Willis, Leslie Mann, Willem Dafoe. Uh, it's an all star cast. Holy shit! Um, and apparently, uh, he had oh crap. The lead singer of Radiohead. Funny enough, I've been talking about Anima, which involves him. He uh was he was writing some of the music for the soundtrack, and he wrote this one song that really spoke to, uh and of course I forgot who was the actor I said was uh, doing this, um Edward Norton. Edward, it really spoke to Edward, and he actually rewrote part of the film to fit the song more. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like it's interesting because like Edward is a uh very what what do you call him passionate uh about his stuff <laughs> sure even though he's ruined uh countless movies he's also made several movies probably better than they would have been um so i don't know like maybe the fact that it's his own personal work that maybe it's you know you can't i mean obviously you could ruin something of yourself of your own but i'm hoping but it'll, it'll that, be entirely his vision until you'll see what that means yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't, I don't remember the the specifics of it. I saw, a, I I read an article about it, but I don't, I forgot everything about that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is, uh, do you know that they're making another fucking Rambo movie? Yeah, I, we're kind of I in the age of like that. all these uh. 80s action stars having just the, all these remakes like Expendables, Rambo, Rocky, uh, Terminator. <laughs> can you can you take a guess on uh, what the subtitle of this movie is? I I think I know. What okay? So what's the first movie called? First Blood. So what's this one called? Brandon, you want to guess? Wait, guess what? I'm confused. 
it, uh, what's okay. what's going to be the subtitle <laughs> of the new Rambo movie? Oh, if the first one's First Blood, it's it's going to be second to last blood, right? <laughs> well, pretty close. It's just last blood. <laughs> no, I. I was just yeah. saying that because um, they don't ever want to end a franchise. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> but uh, they'll definitely but, use the name Last Blood. Not, yeah. Not unless he's already like Sylvester Stallone has already said like I could do one more and that's it. Yeah. So maybe. Well, I mean, the rule is that once you call like the the subtitle of the movie that it's like the maybe the final something that means it's going to be the final of that. You know, like yeah. how Final Destination was the last Final Destination. Final well, that Fantasy. was the first movie. That's different. No, that I wasn't mean, it was a f- they, no, 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 no. They made one that was called the Final Destination, as in they're like, "This is the last one. We're doing the last one." And oh, then they, they did pulled, one after that. They pulled a Fast and Furious, where you either add or subtract the. Yeah. Ew. They're, they they made it that. clear that like this was the final destination. I remember how they did it. It was like either all caps or. Oh yeah, because the first one was just Final Destination, and this one was the Final Destination. I think. Yeah, yeah, but didn't they do a Final Destination that was like secretly a prequel? And oh, that was did they? I don't it know. Was the, it was the twist at the end. Was like. Oh, that'd be spoiler alert kind of interesting. For, yeah, but they're <laughs> shitty movies. Spoiler alert for well, I mean, one of, of them. Uh, you get hints throughout, like nobody has cell phones, no nothing, and then they're like, "Oh, hey, we're gonna take this plane ride at the very end of the movie. We've, you know, we've subverted death. What's our plane? Right. And it's the plane from the first one." Yeah, okay. And the ticket says like nineteen ninety eight or something on it. So you're like, <gasps> Spoiler alert. I le- I legitimately liked the first two, and I think I still do. I I don't know. I thought the the second one was so silly that it was just fun. No, that, that's fine. I'm <laughs> again it's the Fast and Furious thing yeah. of like, yeah, it's it's whatever. Yeah. It's just a silly, silly fun thing. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> Was there anything else you guys know that's 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 coming up that you're excited for or just interested in? Like I said, like I said earlier, not to be a broken record, but just the lighthouse. I've been kind of getting yeah. into that like um, Lovecraftian kind of horror, and I I want it done right. I don't want just green and tentacles everywhere. It's like yeah, you can have that, but that's not <laughs> yeah. what I'm looking for. I'm looking for um, the theme and the feel of it, and it's just like um, I don't really like horror movies that get my anxiety going whether good or bad like if it sometimes it just it's kind of unenjoyable for me um i want that creepy movie that one to be like oh what's going on why is why is everything so off you know yeah um, yeah it's some of the things i enjoy about certain ips like silent hill and um oh, what was what was another one there there was a vhs2 uh one of the shorts oh yeah um it's just that that aspect of like I want to know what's going on. I just feel so creeped out, but I, there's a mystery here, and I want to figure out what's going on here. And right, like, yeah. So that's why the, the lighthouse. Like, I'm, I don't. I'm going to go in blind with it. All I know is, you know, you know, the actors. There's a lighthouse, and it's Lovecraftian horror. Okay, cool. Let's let's do this. Um, it, this is a a movie, or yeah, yeah. The the lighthouse starring Robert Pattinson and um, Defoe, Willem Defoe. Oh yeah! Oh, that's Lovecraft. I didn't know that. That's awesome. So I did know about. Oh, that. I think I don't think we know that for sure. Oh really? I, I think I'm, I'm fine with that. It's like, oh, if they dip into it, if they don't. Oh yeah, that's 
that's, that's cool. Like yeah. it's just gonna be some I sort of creepy atmosphere. Yeah. And yeah. So you know, it's like, we it's funny. I am playing. We just got. Uh, oh, what's that video game called? Call of Cthulhu. Oh, the Sinking oh, City. The well, no, we actually didn't get the Sinking City. We got the Call of Cthulhu one that came oh. out before it. Uh, but uh, we we haven't gone very far. But I heard this. I had heard that the Sinking City wasn't all that great, and the Call of Cthulhu one was really? actually pretty good. Yeah. Really? I heard the exact opposite. I heard, I heard Call of Cthulhu was boring as shit, but I don't Everything know. Everything that I googled for the Singing City was pretty bad, and Call of Cthulhu actually got Singing. like 70s and 80s on most gamer sites. Or gamer really? Sites. Huh. Singing City. I don't know. I always heard oh, the opposite. I saw some gameplay. Do you remember the original? Are you talking about the original Call of Cthulhu or the one that just recently came out? Oh, I don't know. Did one, like, how recently? Oh, the, uh, the IP- October of last year? No, okay, that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, I I heard I just know of an older one. Yeah, I think you're t- talking about Call of Cthulhu Corners of the Dark Universe. Maybe it's an, that one, it was yeah. A, it's an old old IP, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I saw some gameplay for the Sinking City, and I'm just like, I would hate this game. Like, just it looked really interesting to me. <laughs> it, it's just know. well, I, it did can, to us too. But oh well, th- th- Jared, this is the thing you and I keep running into is like i've played certain games that you haven't and so like i've already seen like yeah. a certain loop and like even if yeah. the game's fun to you you might actually enjoy it but to me it's like oh i've done this gameplay loop already so <laughs> like the one of the the game uh what is it the raft like i really want to play that and you're like i've never played this exact game but i played this game i've played enough survival games to kind of like see where this goes <laughs> yeah exactly. yeah uh i guess the singing so you just have that different of scores they're actually getting kind of similar. I just, Maybe I'll try. I've seen some of the. I don't know if you call it stealth. Was it stealth or was it some sort of exploration? And I'm just like, wow, I don't like this. It uh, it did some of the same things as uh, the division, where you have the little I don't know what to call them. They're like ghost characters. In the division, you had like the um, the simulated rebuilding of oh. a scenario. Oh where right, it, yeah. everything's paused, and you see people kind of like fighting over like supplies or something like that. It has a very similar mechanic in this, and to me, that's the most boring way to tell what happened in the past. I'd yeah, rather read it through my I notes. Think it's kind of rather... lazy, and it yeah, doesn't I... actually tell you much. It just shows you what they did. Like, oh, but okay. the thing is, I think there's actually an even lazier way to do it that's actually more efficient. Like, if you had audio files, like this takes place like Bioshock. You go in there and you hear like all these like echoey audio files of essentially cult leaders almost and it, it kind of gives that same vibes as like what, listening to a jim jones tape or something like that and so you get yeah. this creepy atmosphere like oh something went down here and you can see that i want to see the aftermath of it i want to imagine what happened i don't want you to sit there and play it out for me and so like if you're going to be playing making a game or a movie that has some sort of like you're delving into madness i want to imagine it you can never show me what exactly what's going to make me afraid i need to just feel the fear i need to like hear some sort of audio from the past like it's some sort of like ability that i think you get and you start to see where people were it's like don't do that give me give me audio cues maybe i don't know if that that's kind of like limits some people who you know maybe can't hear too well and that's why they don't put it in certain games but give me something a little bit extra or i mean not extra actually even less but just something more atmospheric that way and that because once i saw that i'm like oh i get where the mindset of the developers are at i don't want this because it, it right. falls back into I, I started searching short films of like Lovecrafting horror, and some of them are cool. Like the the set designs are really well done. Um, the 
not really gore, but the special effects, like practical effects, are well done. But it's just it's vapid. It's just like, oh, I get it. Something's popping out of his chest, and there's a guy saying, speaking in a dead language, and a hooded figure. It's like, oh, some of these kind of cliche tropes that you would see in in that Lovecraftian thing. It's like, oh, there's there's nothing for me here. And then I go and yeah. watch Annihilation, and I enjoy that way better because it's a, a straight up copy from one of his stories almost, and but it's well done because it's oh, different was? enough. Um, yeah, it, That's it's cool. I think it's it's kind of a copy of uh, fuck, what's it called? Um, the color from space. Like, yeah, it's where something falls. Oh, is Dante doing something based upon that too? I. That's what Annihilation it's was. All of a sudden, you said that. There's something I else. Think I, I think I literally right. read something about that. That something else is coming out based upon that. Yeah. Anyway, are there any other uh, Lovecraftian themes that you'd be like interested in seeing, like brought out on on the screen? Uh, see that that's the hard part. And like I I I give credit where it's due. Is is that it feeds off your imagination mostly? And so how do you do something like that without showing it? It's one of those things. It's it's off screen. It, it's it's you can't actually show what true madness is supposed to be. Like the movie, the bird box, it's supposed to be these creatures that if you look at it, you go insane because you know the absolute truth and you don't want to live anymore. But every time they Mm -hmm. show the monsters, they're invisible going through the forest. And it's like, well, they're just invisible creatures. That's not scary to me. It's like, you should have screwed up or you screwed up by not having it off screen. You screwed up by having like these drawings that people would do that are stereotypical. Like, Oh, that looks like it's from the first Slenderman game. That's just oh he's gonna draw like a a skull face in in black charcoal. It's yeah. like uh, this is <laughs> this is so tropey to me. So like honestly like I I'm kind of at a loss of what you would show because you're you're supposed to have in Annihilation they do it well they they build up to it they're slowly getting to the center of it and they do show stuff on screen and but it's it's simple enough that my mind goes okay this is just crazy to me this my imagination starts to go um like there's there's like this. Uh, what I call like a uh, mimicry in the movie, and it's like, oh, that's actually legitimately creepy. CGI was kind of crap, but I still felt like, oh, if something like that was happening to me in real life, ooh, I wouldn't like it. There's just there's something. It, it, I guess the theme I like is something that's coming out of you, like a a creature of some sort that has some sort of intelligence, but it doesn't really. It has no consciousness. It, but it looks like it has one. So it's like I can't tell what its motives are. It has no motives. That would yeah. be scary to me. Because like, how do you fight uh, an entity that is not conscious like that? It just does. Like it's... I mean, like the thing or the Terminator. But both of those feel like they have a agenda to me. I want something with no agenda. Really? Oh, I mean, yeah, the Terminator obviously has an agenda. Yeah. But does the thing have an agenda? I felt like that was just. I don't know. Uh. It's been a while since I've watched, because I, I know I saw that movie when I was a bit younger, and f- from there I've seen bits and pieces that I can pretty much recreate the whole movie. I'd have to watch that again, because that might be like, yeah, what I'm, what mostly creeps me out. Is the There's paranoia. a midnight it's... showing in October if you're interested. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. If I don't have work the next day, maybe. Or I'll just call out. Uh... They got a lot of good ones. They're showing The Witch. I'm super excited about that. But yeah, I think that's probably the scariest thing to me is a force with no reasoning that can be done against it. It just yeah. Oh does. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like yeah, you're gonna. I don't know. 
or maybe right, it does yeah. have, a, have an agenda, but its train of thought is so alien to uh, our own that how do you interface with that? How do you know what it thinks? Yeah. Maybe what it's doing to you, it thinks is good. If it has any concept of what good and evil is kind of deal. That's what scares me. Right. Well, that's kind of the point of like the end of the thing. Like think to, if you, because idea, I guess, because you know that he like takes form, the thing takes form of humans and you can talk to that thing and not knowing it's a human. And the idea is if you get that chance and you know, you know you're going to die and you're sitting next to them, would you ask it? Like, if it's still in human form. So what are you? What are you doing? Why are you killing us? You know, like, uh, even though you know most likely it has no thought, it has no purpose, it's just... It's just uh, copying. It human. talking is just, exactly. Uh, yeah. it, it is, it's a truly kind of horrifying idea. It's just a mimic, there's nothing there. It. It's like a bacteria yeah. that's just going to eat you. It doesn't know right. what it's doing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of scary, uh, do you have any thoughts of uh, scary stories to tell in the dark? Uh, it just came out this weekend. Oh, did you it? Think you I, might want to see it. Um, I think the premise is good enough for me to go see it because I, I'm in that mode of I'm literally not looking up trailers or anything like that. I I saw a little bit of a trailer for it and I was just like, okay, that's enough. I'm just gonna go see it. Because even if something discourages me, I don't want stuff to discourage me. I should just, if I have the time to go see it, I'm going to go see it. Oh, okay. Then maybe I should have had that because the trailer did kind of turn me off, to be honest. And hopefully the trailer is inaccurate to what the the final product is. And then maybe you can just go and actually enjoy it, too. That's, you know, best case scenario. So that's what I'm trying to do with movies. That's why it might seem like, oh, what's coming out? It's like, I don't know. If I just happen to go by the theater and it's just like, oh, this is out today? Okay. Just by title right. alone, I'm going to go watch it. I I feel like that might be well, the best way for me to watch movies. It's funny because even though like I don't have high uh, expectations, there's something inside of me that I still want to watch it. I don't know what that's all about. Like I still want to go see it. I just you know don't actually have any expectations for it. Maybe that's the best. You know. Yeah. Maybe you know that'll make it so I actually enjoy it more than I yeah. know, expected. Because to me, most people, when you watch a trailer, you can see the pattern of the movie. And then, so you're kind of like waiting for like, oh, it's going to hit the second act now. I mean, I guess you can even do that without watching the trailer. But you start to see like, oh, it's going to hit yeah. these points here, here, and here. Yeah. Yep. it got it. So if I go in right. with as little knowledge as possible, I might just go like, oh, okay. I don't know what the movie's about. Let it just unravel in front of me. Yeah. All right. Um. So if there's nothing else... uh that you guys know of that's coming out soon. I'll probably start the wrap-up. Wrap it up. Alright, so, um, for more movie-related content, head on over to RidgeviewDrive.com for reviews, shorts, and more. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Ridgeview underscore Drive, and Facebook at Ridgeview Drive Productions. You can find me on all those social medias at DarkJackWolf. Can they find either of you at any of those social medias? YouTube.com slash low level boss. I'll probably make a video one of these days. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a couple ideas now, so And uh Brandon? I'm working on my social media presence, but uh I guess <laughs> I'm currently duck torn asunder. But uh uh I guess when that when all the kinks worked out of there I'll be more public about that. <laughs> 
They're they're actually up, but there's nothing on them. In fact, uh, Charles right. <laughs> was offered to work on some imagery, and I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> uh, and how do you how do you spell that? D u c k t o r n a s o n d e r. All right, so uh, we're on Patreon now. Uh, the fifteen dollar, the thirty dollar, and the fifty dollar tiers have the ability to request specific reviews once a month at patreon.com slash drive. Oh, I, for some reason I had another .com on there. <laughs> uh, I'll have to risk, erase that. Anyway, uh, and then uh, if you don't want to get, if you don't want to become a patron or you've already requested a movie, you can request, I'm sorry, a review for a movie. You can request a review at any time at coffee.com slash drive slash commissions. That's ko-fi.com. And if... That's about it, so uh, have a nice day.